don't know if a dog is really going to cure what's wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with a looky. I'm going to take this penthouse home. That's a free penthouse. I, I was erratic today. I was erratic. Yeah, let's get this show on the road. Yo, it's a resentment list with your host, Naomi and Ben. We're, we're siblings with hate when you do that. We're siblings. <laughs> we're siblings with hate. It's just so obnoxious. It starts the podcast so obnoxious. And I like, sometimes I listen back to it and I'm like, God save us. <laughs> why like, why? Why have you never told why, me this before? Why? I just. You've never said it before. I've just got a sensitivity about our obnoxiousness. Um, That's why people like us, isn't it? I don't know. I haven't looked at the stats. Like, has anyone I even think, listening? I think we don't even know. If people like it or not, so we should stop trying to guess. Yeah, no, but have you? Let's just be out. Let's just be free. Let's just be ourselves. All right. Hold on, I'm gonna take my jumper off. Okay, you (laughs) could have taken the jumper off before we started, but that's uh, fine. So this is our last podcast. uh, Oh, it's not our last podcast. It's our last podcast at this house, at this, at the bougie apartment that I have lived in for the last two and a half years. Um, I'm moving tomorrow, so everything's in boxes and I've taken the time, even though I'm just so busy with moving, I've taken the time to to sit on this mattress um, and eat Indian with Ben and record a podcast. Yeah, good on you, mate. Despite you, <laughs> you really gave yourself a pat on the back. I've taken the time. Yeah, no, I have, but I could have easily cancelled on you. Yeah, that's true. You like, I could have easily said... You know, like I think any right person, any person in their right mind would have said, this is too much for me. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. And you've really come through for the fans and, you know, I'm sure they're all happy out there. Yeah. Well, I just want to say sorry to one quote unquote fan. Uh, (laughs) We've heard, we've heard some things that the sound has not been as top notch as it once no, was. No, this is why I told you don't bring up the podcast because then people are going to be tricked into thinking the sound's gone. Oh, they shit. They thought this was the best podcast oh, sound shit. ever. Okay. And now if you say that, shit. See, that's why okay, we, sorry. We have to trick them. Well, into no, thinking I just, it's good. I'm trying to be like, I'm being uh, transparent. That's what I'm being. Yeah, we need secrets. I have something about, I need to share something with you straight off the bat. Okay. Something amazing happened to me and it was the perfect send off for this neighborhood. The yeah. perfect send off. So, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that I live in the city and I'm surrounded by brothels and uh, it's an area that is probably one of the highest crime, well, Perth City is the highest crime number one in Perth, um, which makes sense because we're in the metropolis, Uh, but two, um, this is a notoriously seedy area and when I moved in here, I'm a bit of a people watcher, I'm a bit of a detective. Mm. Um, I'm a curious cat. Mm-hmm. I like seeing what's going on. And I also like the dark underbelly of society. <laughs> the look you got in your eyes when you said that was I love scary. the dark underbelly. Yeah. So give me drugs. Give Well, not give me drugs because I'm sober. But, you know, give me just some shit. Like, just give me some gritty shit. Like, I love it. Yeah. And so this was the perfect... And I'm actually really sad. And I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to my sadness. Uh-huh. I'm sad to be leaving this place. Yeah. Um, but I've been priced out. I've been priced out. Yeah. Um, and, but there was a perfect send off for me the other day. So it was late at night, no- wasn't late at night, it was about, I'd say, 9 30, 10. And I was talking on the telephone. <laughs> now, sometimes, <laughs> what are you, why was are you? it a rotary telephone? <laughs> like, no one, no one talks that way. I don't know. Uh, I was talking on the telephone and um, I, you know, 
there's a lot of changes going on in my life. And one thing that I find comforting is walking around the streets on a telephone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I like to go outside. I like to sit on a curb. I like to wander. I like being on the phone. What the fuck are you talking about right now? You like an, – an activity you like is walking while you're on the telephone. What's are you <laughs> fucking 300 years old? What, what kind of activity is that? It's an activity okay. and I like it. All right. So I was doing such things and I <laughs> – It's the worst story I've ever heard in my life. No, wait. It's the best. Okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, we're two minutes into this story and we're still – I like walking on the telephone. <laughs> So I um I decide to stop at a corner and yeah. I say to the person on the phone I say oh that I'm on the corner <laughs> I say I say oh dear I'm <laughs> I say oh dear I'm on the corner of this street <laughs> I may get mixed up someone may mistake me as a prostitute yeah. hardy ha ha <laughs> and then a cop drives past oh, no. and I go, mm, dear, like, and so I'm just having a little laugh because I'm across the road from a, because <laughs> I'm across the road from a brothel. And I think it's funny that I'm on the corner of a street. Just funny, right? Funny to you. <laughs> <laughs> and five minutes later, a car rolls by. Oh, no. Rolls and Royce. slows, <laughs> slows down. And I think this gentleman must be lost. Because he slows down and I think, oh, Uber driver must be lost. Well, he's not lost. He's found. (laughs) (laughs) He rolls down the window. Oh, no. I say to the person on the phone, hold on one second. Young, an an older, a gentleman wants directions. (laughs) He rolls down the window. He has one hand on the steering wheel and he says, he looks at me. He goes, hey. And I say, hi. And he goes, hey. And I say, Hi, are you okay? And he, he just does that look. You know, like not a wink, but like a, the head. <laughs> a bit of a head nod. Hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> and he's looking at me. And then it suddenly dawns on me what's happening. And I look at him and he looks at me. I'm, I have the phone near my, because my, my hands free is broken at the moment. So I'm on the actual headset. Uh-huh. And um, and yeah, and I, I slowly dawn that he thinks I'm a prostitute. Yeah, he's trying to pick you up. He's a John. He's a John. Oh, yeah. And um, I, we both kind of clock at the same time that this isn't the situation. He, he realises this isn't the situation that he was hoping for. Oh, really? So he picked up on it because they're not usually known for their perception skills. Yeah, and it kind of dawns on him and then it dawns on me and I kind of back away from the car and he kind of looks at me kind of embarrassed oh, no. and winds down the window and drives off. And I, I just started laughing because I was like, this is the best thing that has ever happened to me. Mm. Like that is what I've always wanted to see someone get a prostitute. Yeah. I've always wanted to see the transaction. But to be the person you were that the received the transaction yeah. or the start of the transaction yeah. couldn't be better. Now, let me ask you a question. Did any part of you want to purely... For reasons of journalism, just just to find out what happened next, in like just just like get in the car or keep talking to him or no, no. I guess it's a bit of a stupid question. No, <laughs> um, 
I mean, yeah, I prob- I would love to know what happens, but I in no way wanted to get in that car. Yeah, I yeah actually, that's scary. I actually felt um, he wasn't a scary guy. Oh, he was just chill. Yeah, he was like he was in like a um, like a Toyota Yaris, quite new, like okay. that kind of vibe, yeah. white Toyota Yaris. He was probably it's a good car. He was like a uh, mid like middle aged like just in, lonely in his forties. Yeah. Um, Normally, like, mm, he kind of was, like, he kind of had an Uber driver vibe. Like, okay. he had, I don't think he was, like, well-dressed, but he was just kind of, he was just a normal guy. Yeah. And, um, and it kind of, and it kind of, like, that, that felt right to me. Like, yeah. they're the prostitute. That That's the, that's the, um, I think the market. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was quite early in the night. It was the 9.30, 10 on a Sunday night. Yeah. So... But it means that Sterling Street, yeah, it not Sterling Street, the street that I was on. Yeah. It yeah. actually does it's mean confirmed. that prostitutes are around. I'm just Daywalkers. never I'm just never out. Yeah. And I was really excited to tell you about that and to have that as podcast fodder. And the the response has not been what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> well, <laughs> the came up to that story about the, the weird formality like I'm sorry, my friend. I'm going to have to today. This phone call is so why I've got a gentleman to talk to. Like, it was just really weird. But that is a crazy story. I mean, did you feel, did you feel like, was there kind of an after effect of you feeling like, I could kind of gross or you just no, want to leave that I street? I was so like, excited. You, I was you so do just excited. I was so excited. I was gleeful. But are you happy you're leaving the, the neighbourhood now that no. this has been confirmed? No, I would have loved to stay here. Too. So you wanted to stay and find out more about to it? TBH, yeah. Like, I yeah. just would have loved to stay in this this place. But, you know, beggars can't be choosers. And I'm a beggar at the moment. Um, and But I'm extremely lucky because Tristan still hasn't found anywhere. Yeah. He could fall through the cracks. <laughs> He's down on his luck. Um, yeah. He could, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's a tampon wrapper that you're <laughs> just playing, playing with the tampon wrapper. Um, yeah, so I don't have tampon is, um, wrappers just around it. I think it was under the bed. Yeah, and, for sure. Um, the bed has been moved, and Ben's playing with the tampon yeah. wrapper. Omi is, is the the house is just in shambles at the moment. It's she's, not in shambles. She's getting I would ready to say move. it's in ordered disorder. Ordered disorder. She's get, she's getting ready to move. You're moving on Monday, right? Tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow Monday. Yeah. yeah um. But we just had some Indian, two fat Indians. Yeah. Shout out. Uh, well, actually, I've got a gripe, but... Um, what was the gripe? Oh, the, the, gripe the Pepsis. The gripe is that um, we ordered two Pepsi Maxes and we got one Pepsi. Oh, by the way, number one gripe, get Coke. Like, what's with the Pepsi? Like, who... I, like, any, any food establishment that has uh, Pepsi instead of Coke, I question their morality. That's one thing. Well, I actually, I have some, in, I, do you actually know why? Why? Um, I read a book a while ago. Um, it was called The Coke Machine. Okay. And it was about, it was very, very poorly written, but it was about, you know, the, in the inner darkness of the Coke world. And um, they said that um, what, so what Coke does is they like aggressively pursue um, exclusive rights. So, most places can't like most restaurants they can't sell coke and pepsi because one or the other has yeah, like that makes paid sense. for an exclusive yeah, thing yeah of course so the reason this place isn't selling coke is because pepsi's like got an exclusive deal with them yeah but get the exclusive deal with coke 
No, but they just got a better deal. I mean, you can't like no, Pepsi gave them the better deal. But how is having Pepsi a better deal? Because I don't know. They what, gave, you mean they it's gave cheaper. them cheaper. Yes, yeah, yeah. But you're ruining your brand by having Pepsi. So yeah. I don't go to restaurants if I know they only have Pepsi. Yeah, I like it's just insane to me. You know, my friend, she's like, she doesn't, she doesn't like Coke. She doesn't like Coke Zero. Her drink of choice is a Pepsi Max. Yeah, which really made me rethink my friendship because Pepsi Max is probably the worst of all drinks. Yeah, do you think those Pepsi Maxes can be ready, by the way? Yeah, should we? Get, do you want to go get it? I'll talk for all a right, bit. All right, you talk. All right. Oh, actually, I've got something for you to pod- ponder on. Okay. Well, I want to take this podcast to the next level. Oh, no. And I want to show our faces and I want to do video and you are reluctant. Do and you want to turn it on its head? I want to turn it on its okay. I want to turn it on its head. I'm sick of being the underdog podcaster. I think that this podcast, you know, I reckon we could go somewhere with it. I think that covering our faces may be eluding us and that doesn't make sense. And I also think that we need to start video, doing some video content. Um, why don't you tell... Why don't you talk on that for a bit while I get our Pepsi Max? Yeah, like I've talked about this before. The reason I don't want to show my face is because I don't want to get cancelled, man. I feel like I'm gonna get I'm gonna get fired from my job. Not that I have a job at the moment, but I feel like I'm gonna get fired from my job because of something that's traced back to me because they can see my face. And the things we said on this podcast, I mean, do you remember that rant we had about the farmers? They're gonna be after us. If we show our faces we're, get, we're not going to be able to make a living. Or oh, do you do that too? We tap the can. Um, yeah, we're not going to be able to make a living now because um, we've shown our faces. And I just worry if... Look, if we if we show our faces and we make the big time, then that's great. But if you show your faces you don't make the big time and then you get fired from your job, like now you've got nothing. Yeah, but they're going to be able to trace it back to you anyway. No, even with us. No, no one knows who I am. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and but also your anonymity affects us because I do. I promote it on my socials, and we get new listeners. Oh, really? Yeah, I got. No, I got I've, new listeners this week. I've promoted it before. I just, I just can't be bothered. But anymore. if you promote it, then they, people are going to know that it's you. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> what? Change the subject. Why? Um, so we're no, we're not video. I don't want to. I don't want to. I like. I just. I'm. I'm a very private person. Well, you do um, a podcast. So you can't be that private. Yeah, but it's all about control. I'm a control freak. Um. So anyway, I want to say. You know how I was saying. You can't drip this on the floor, by the way, because I want my bond back. Okay. You're not going to get your bond back, though. They always find something wrong with it. Did you not get your bond back in your last one? Ah. Uh, I've I've got my bond back every single time. No, they they discounted me for something, I think. They were like, oh, you fucked something up. Really? Yeah. And I was just like, I just couldn't be bothered fighting it. What was it that you fucked up? Um, I don't know. A shower curtain or something like that. A shower curtain. <laughs> they take those off. Yeah, you don't, don't even know. know. You probably got your whole bomb back and you don't remember. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. So you, you really but, don't know? No, I don't know. Um, But... Talk, you got to eat the mic. I am eating you it. Talk in, yeah. I, I don't know how much more I can eat it. I'm going to deep throat it. Like this, yeah. I'm deep throating it. Yeah, okay. Deep Jesus throat. Christ. Um, so, I, you know, last time I was talking about how life, everything just gets worse, right? You think it gets Very better. Very dramatic. But, but you just think, now nah, I've got a good example of that because some people might think I was just being depressed or something. And I was. <laughs> you and were, I still you were, am. You were clinically depressed. But, but um, here's the thing, right? 
Now, I like catching the bus. I have no problem in public transport. A lot of people I know, they're like, oh, I wouldn't be seen dead on the bus. Like, it's just like, like poverty or whatever. I don't mind it. Like, you can just you read a book or something or you're just on your phone. But this is a proof that things get worse. Is like, now I've realized, I got the bus the other day. And I have to now, the whole time, stare in front of me. Otherwise, I will get motion sickness. Okay. Yeah, so this is this is proof to you that slowly God just takes everything good away from you. Sit on the bus, read a book, it's a great time. No, you can't do it no, anymore. But that's 29, no- that's gone. No, but that's a normal thing. I've always had that. Yeah, but... I've never been able to read in a moving vehicle. But look at you, like, this talking about God taking things away. Your hair is, like, as grey as fuck right now. Like, life just gets worse. Like, you are ageing at an alarming rate. Okay, so last... <laughs> What can I even say to this? Last time you said, we were talking about my birthday, and you said that I hadn't aged at all for years, and now you're saying I'm ageing because I've got regrowth? Yeah, well, I'm saying you aged a lot in the last two weeks. Let's just say that. <laughs> I don't have any problem with my grey hair because I still have my hair. Um, there's a lot of more. See, I have, a, I have an attitude of gratitude. <laughs> what is that? I've got an attitude of gratitude. Yeah. And um, you don't. And an attitude <laughs> of gratitude is being grateful for what you do have. Yeah. And, um, you know, what you focus on grows. Yeah. What you, what you sow grows. I don't know what the saying is, but basically, if you focus on the positive, more positive will come to you. <laughs> it's fucking think happy so, bullshit. No, no, no. Got. It's true. This is, never, this is never who you were. You were never this think happy kind of person. No, I'm not think happy. I'm just... I'm trying to be... Do you know what it is? Is I'm... I'm... You know what it is? You think that it is because um, I'm dating again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, you think it's because um, I'm like... You think that this is because of something else, basically. No, it's just that people like you, right? You're in a good position in your life. The problem is you don't realise, like, your attitude would be different if everything was going bad. You, you just got a house, you're just dating, it's going great. And then you've also got a job. Like, I've, I don't have a job. Yeah, fair enough. I don't have any prospects in my life. No, but what I was going to say is I feel like I have an atti- attitude of gratitude not because of the gentleman caller, but because I... The gentleman <laughs> caller. <laughs> because I am um, doing my recovery work. Yeah, i tell you one thing. The, f- the feng shui for podcasting is all wrong in this room. Like, it does <laughs> not, it's not work. work. Well, you we're, think it's sitting, going... we're sitting on a mattress and it's just, I can't get into it. Like, I'm just we're not We're awkwardly sitting. It's so awkward. I know. this. Uh, I mean, I just don't... What did you, what did you want to do? I don't know. I just feel like um, I need back support. I can't just sit here. <laughs> what do you want me to do? By the <laughs> I way, I got rid of the cat. This is a story for you. Yeah, I like that you unilaterally, <laughs> unilaterally decided that as well. I was going to take that couch. No, mum said, remember, m- mum poo-pooed it. Yeah, she said, like, I was, uh, Omi, Omi was going to offer us this couch. I was going to turn one of the rooms in my house into a podcast studio. That couch would have been perfect. Yeah, it would have been great. And then mum was like, no, nah, you don't want that couch. And I was like, yeah, I do want the couch. The She's foam, like, no, the it's foam awful. Is, it's awful. I said, yeah. mum, I didn't realise you thought so strongly about my couch. And then we didn't even have, you and me didn't even have another conversation. I look on Facebook the next day, couch for sale, couch for sale. <laughs> that was for free. I gave it away. Yeah. <laughs> I would have paid for that. No, no I, I wouldn't have, have let you pay for it. Um, um, no, I. it's actually quite cute, cute. You know how you said 
last podcast about passing the baton with my um, new house, yeah. that the one single lady passed the, passed the baton to me. Well, I am passing the baton to a nut, to a young young woman who's moving in with her friend, oh, and she it. wanted some cute seventies fern- furniture, and I've passed the baton to her. And a lovely group of young youths came to pick up the furniture. Wow! And I was quite life. I was quite upset about it. I wanted to say goodbye to the furniture because they've seen me through some tough times. But like I do everything, I cut it out and then regretted it later. Yeah, and just forget <laughs> about it completely. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, but, you know, so long. Yeah. So long, Saranara. Like, so that long was on to new things. I never... Pro- you have this thing, like, I never feel like I properly have any closure or grief when I when I go from one thing to another. It's just, it's just gone and I just move on and then... I always feel like I have, like I still have dreams about like, I have this recurring dream and I might've talked about it before that like, I'm, I'm not passing a um, class in high school and then I'm in trouble. Um, And I think that's because I just have this feeling like everything in my life, like I don't get closure on. And so it always like revisits me again. I just, I can't even tell you how relevant that is to my life right now. Yeah. So, we're talking about the couches. I yeah. say that as a joke, but it's not a joke. It's quite serious. Yeah. So, I said to someone, to a friend, I said, I'm really sad about these couches. They've been through a lot and um, with me and I'm a bit sad about it. And my friend said, I think you should say goodbye to the couches. I think you should take a moment and say goodbye. And um, I said, you know what? You're right. I need to do that. But I was in such a state this week that I was in complete avoidance. I was lying on my bed, like, eating cheese toasties, um, not cooking, just completely catatonic. And um, I just avoided it. And then when these peeps came, I just gave them the couch, didn't have a second thought, and then they were gone. And I just got this feeling like, oh, Yet again, I didn't say yeah, a proper goodbye. Yeah, you just let it go. And then I went to my therapist and I was really like, I was a bit distressed about everything. And she said, I told her the couch story and she said, yeah, this is what you do with everything and everyone. She says, you just cut things out. Oh my God. Because you... Oh my God, this is just getting too real for me. Wait, it gets worse. So she says, um, because for some reason, no offense, mum and dad, um, <laughs> your parents... Or something in your household. Eat the mic. You weren't... I can't eat it anymore. It's honestly going down my throat. Yeah, that's better. That's better. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, <coughs> apparently, she suspects that, you know, like I wasn't given, given the tools to... Um, or the space to be able to grieve things properly. Or, you know, there was just no... So, I wasn't taught how to do that. And... So I just cut things off because it's too painful. Yeah. I cut Yeah, I I do the same thing and it's really it's really hit because when something gets too painful for me, I just cut it off and I never say goodbye to it or like process it or anything. And um the reason it I said it was getting real for me is because I I went to therapy last week and I and I just had this moment like 
where we were talking through things and it was going like fine and everything. But then I just got a moment of, you know, when you get frustrated in therapy and you just feel like it's not going anywhere. Yeah. I just had that moment. And she's like, I'm just sick of this. Like, I'm just sick of living this way. I'm sick of feeling like my life is just like a roller coaster ride that I have no control over, that I just move from one thing to the next without saying goodbye or processing the last thing that I let go. So it's really, even though I'm not moving house or anything, it's really getting me at the moment that like, you just feel so out of control in life and you never, you never feel like you get to make peace with your decisions or anything. Mm. Well, maybe we had very similar childhoods. Yeah, funny that. Yeah, it's funny. Um, it's very funny. Uh, well, well, one, one example that I had was, well, first, I'm not making space for you, Ben. I'm not making space for your experience. <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> well, no, because I just went, which is something that is bad. It's like I heard what you said and then I was going to say something about me. But, yeah, I'm sorry that you have felt that way. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's so you, were, you were talking about your shit anyway. Uh, <laughs> I was on the hijack. <laughs> hijacked. <laughs> hijack. Uh, yeah, so, um, but, like, for example, it's like, for example, if you're not familiar with this, um, like when I was in primary school, I was so excited to leave primary school and go to high school because I was like, I'm going to be a new person when I go to high school. And everyone was oh, really yeah. sad about moving pri- got leaving primary school because we had a really good primary school crew. And um, I wasn't sad. Even though I loved primary school, I wasn't sad. I was like, yeah, fuck you. Like, see you later. I'm going to be a new person. And I just cut it off without any grief or sadness or moping around or whatever. And then I went to high school. And it was a fucking dog's breakfast. And I didn't, um, I was at high school, when I was in high school, it was just like, I couldn't, I didn't look back and go, oh, primary school was better or I'm sad. It was just like real discomfort. Same thing happened with high school. And then it, I do it with jobs. Like I'll be like, not done, never going to that. Like say if I work at a cafe and I had a great time in that cafe, as soon as I'm done with the job, Oh, and this is a, it's a good example because a cafe is something you can actually go back and visit the people. I'll never go back to the cafe ever again, ever. Yeah. Even yeah. though I have friends there. Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, you should come and say hi. I'm like, no. Nah. Yeah. And it's because like, I think one reason is because I'm, car- I'm a shame-based person. So I carry a lot of shame about me and who I am. And like, so if I go back, like every, I have so much shame about who I have been in the, as a person that I'm constantly wanting to get to the next thing. And I can't go back to certain places or certain people because I feel ashamed about the person that I was in that space yeah. um, not that I particularly did anything wrong I probably did but not that there's not something like oh I murdered someone in, and I, you know it's not that like there's been a particular occurrence but um, it's like just this general vibe and it's like but what happens is is if you don't process all this stuff all these disgusting feelings, and that's with people too. Like if something goes weird with a friend, not all the time, but I've had a quite a few things where I'm like, this is a bit weird and I'm just like, or I don't feel like I can give them what they need and so I just kind of cut them out and it's like really bad. Yeah, well, you know they have that saying um, about holidays. It's like wherever you go, that's where you are, whatever I it is. Know. I love that saying. Do you, but do you know what? In a way, what we're talking about is – that that's that's only half true because i think what we get what we get so accustomed to and what we enjoy is the feeling of once we've left something behind like a house or a a job or whatever is that you do feel like 
a little bit weightless for a little bit. Yeah. And it doesn't last. No. But it's a great feeling. But and I'm chasing hope. any good feeling I can get. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. But it's a feeling of hope. Like it's a feeling that you could be a better person. It's the same feeling that I get when I see an outfit and I'm like, if I buy that outfit, I'm going to feel like X, Y, and Z. And then I buy it, I put it on and it becomes mine and it's horrific. But yeah. it's like, it's that same oh, sense of hope. What? The other thing. Yes. That's a good example because I've, I think anything that I've ever like that clothes or any possession that I've like fetishized, I really want that thing. As soon as I get it and it's mine, I feel like it's dirty and shit because it's mine. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) It doesn't matter what it is. And it's the same with this house. Like I feel, I although I've been fucked this week, I'm kind of like got this sense of hope like, oh, this is like, I can be a new person in this house. Like this is my new slate. Because this place is covered in your metaphorical mucus. Yes. Yeah. And you've got a place that it represents... Well, it's someone that you could never be. I'll never be. But the thing is, is within a week, I'll fuck it up and it will have my mucus will be everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Too much mucus. Yeah. Um, yeah I've got another thing. Um, you know, you've got staying on the on the deep track is, um, you know, I talked about a while ago, I talked about um, how, um, you know, I don't do things because I'm scared. Mm. Like, and that se- it makes seem like I'm very stable, yes. but it means I don't try things. Yes, um, very insightful. By the way, both our therapists are now listening to this. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, my therapist is now an avid listener. Your therapist yeah. listens to it. So, they're going to be writing notes. I think my therapist thought it was not for him. Did <laughs> <laughs> he bail? Yeah, I think it was like... Um, How do you yeah, know? Yeah, I think he said he didn't like the sound or something. Really? Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He um he just gave me, a, he gave me like one of those... um. Just like, oh, it's very like good of you that you're so honest. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah, like yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was shit. Got a girl. Yeah. Um, um, no, my therapist loves it. She was in the car with her daughter, like loving life. Yeah. See, it's not so bad. Um, yeah. So I was thinking like, because I've also had these things of like me and Rachel's relationship is getting kind of serious. And I was like, oh, yeah. um, you know, like we might get married someday and all this stuff and like, and I was thinking, so what is it that, like, after all these years being, like, quite a traditional person, like, I've always wanted to get married, always wanted to have kids, what is it that scares me? And then, like I mentioned, I was on the bus the other day, and I just hear this conversation between a husband and wife. The wife goes, um, oh, the girls went out to um, the Epicurean last night. A few seconds pass, and the husband goes, all right. <laughs> <laughs> And I just thought, <laughs> if that doesn't encapsulate what is terrifying about marriage for me, just that every part of you just gets so routine that it just feels lifeless. Yeah, but the thing is, it happens to every single couple. Yeah, so I don't know. You can't uh, escape it. So do you believe that marriage can work? But that that is might be working. That doesn't mean the marriage isn't working, just... It's but, just that, but that terrifies me even more. That if you ask those people, like, are you happy in your relationship? They're like... It's all right. Just to say. I think it's like life becomes, um, I don't know, there's something almost like, I used to be depressed about that stuff too, but there's almost something beautiful about it. It's like, like, I don't know about that relationship or that, but like, I think you just kind of, you kind of so comfortable, or maybe not comfortable. Yeah, I think there is an element of, you know, you've been with this person for 40 years or so, whatever. Yeah. And it's like, 
Yeah, it, it just becomes like they're just a companion and that like you just don't really uh, – maybe that guy's depressed. Maybe yeah, that's yeah. what's really going on. Yeah. But I do think there's an element like that in every relationship where it's like – and also just getting older. I think like if we just talk about that guy, it's like – Okay, let's talk about the couple. Let's break it down. So, the couple, let's just say they've been together for at least 30 years. They have had every conversation under the sun. Yeah. Like, you know, we only have so so many stories to tell each other. When you've been together for that long, all your stories are with each other. So, it's like it's a slow news day every day. So, it's <laughs> like you, you're, oh, yeah, like they went and it's like <laughs> – It's like you just talk about your ki- their kids. Is that yeah. what they're talking about, their kids? Is that what that's no, saying? No, even worse than that. It was, she said, oh, the gym, the girls from the gym went out to the Epicurious. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Very okay. brutal. Yeah. So <laughs> they don't have a life. Things have yeah. slowed down. Um, and, you know, he's sick of hearing, like he's kind of overhearing her voice or, you know, and it's like he doesn't, and he's kind of, and he, it's also your dulled down. But So they've got the relationship where, you know, they've heard everything. It's a slow news day every day. And then also getting older, you just don't really care about stuff anymore. Like you've yeah. got aches and pains, you know, you're nearly get, you're heading to the grave um, and you just, it's just not lively. There's not, you, you're not as excited about life maybe. Maybe that's it. Yeah, it's just it's something, I just try not to be sad about, but something sad about it that like, that was the best that she could come up with is that the gym girls went to the Epicurean and even with her very best, all he could give her was, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, everything. Their relationship is so dead. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just don't. I don't think it's completely negative. Okay. Have I got too much of a sunny sis- disposition for oh, the yeah, this now? Is yeah, the brand completely yeah. ruined? I think we need to change the podcast to fucking thinkhappy.com. Or Think happy? <laughs> yeah. You're very frustrating at Why? Yeah, like, I don't know. I just, uh, like I said, I mean. But you shouldn't have seen, you should have seen me this week. Yeah, I was fucked. Yeah, but something, you're really up and about now. No, I'm, well, this weekend, no, because I'm going the inertia of moving. I'm getting, I'm getting all the energy that I have. Also for this podcast, all the energy that I have, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm collecting it all to get through because you need it. Yeah, yeah. You know? You're just, you're just making it happen. Yeah, And I that's am. all any of us can do really, is it? <laughs> is, isn't it? Your eyebrows are like blonde as fuck at the moment. Yeah, they're getting really light. All right, should we do Are We Normal or have you got any more things? Well, do you, you ha- do you have the cards still? Yeah, I do. I actually left oh, them out. Oh, you left them. So okay, you keep talking. I'll grab them. Um, I don't know what I'm supposed to talk about. Um, yeah, so... Um, <laughs> so Omi's looking for the cards. Um, oh, she's got them. That wasn't too painful. Uh, yeah, well, you're really <laughs> professional. Like that was that that was you know <laughs> after 80, oh. 80 podcasts, you really just you know I was listening to it. It's it's really funny, you know. Um, I was listening to a, a podcast. Um, Les, no, what's his name? Led, what's that guy's name that I sent you? Um, I don't know that. Les podcast. Ledman? No, I don't know what. It, I don't know. <laughs> That's right, Les Ledman. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Bobby Lee was on a co- podcast. I can't remember who it was with. He's some science guy. And he was saying about podcasting, about who hasn't, who doesn't, what do you need, what are the skill sets for pod- podcasting? Yeah. And he said, it's the yes and. 
yeah, yeah. you always have to come in in the space you know you've just got to always it doesn't you don't you don't have to know what you're going to say you just have to keep saying it and you know i think we do an okay job not perfect we're still learning we're not in the showbiz um, but that was an example of not doing it. <laughs> okay. Oh, so you. Um, you failed. So I'm going to do the first yeah, card. Maybe you could think happy about me. If there were, okay. So just just a recap for anyone that's new. I'm going to do a recap. Look, this is a, bu- a cards that we got from a listener, <laughs> Michelle. It's called Am I Normal? And it's about finding out just how weird or not in brackets you might be. Yeah. So we grab a card and you know uh, we read it out and we discuss if we agree with it, with it. So this is a card. If there were a painless way of doing it, I'd have killed myself on a number of occasions already. This is actually uh, quite topical because you're down in the dumps. Mm. Should do you want to answer that one, sweetheart? I think there is a painless way of doing it. What? Like pills, right? Mm, no, because if you don't take enough, you are violently vomiting and um, it's like your stomach is fucked and you get really, really sick and have to go to hospital. Yeah, but I think, I guess like for me, like I've never, that's never been the reason. You know, the reason has always been I'm scared of dying or I, I don't, I want to live some a little bit or... Um, I don't want, I don't want to like upset my family or whatever. Um, it's never been the pain thing. So I would say no to that card. I would say yes. Oh, okay. So you've pain's an issue for you? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is. I, I would a number of occasions. I probably would have killed myself maybe twice, I reckon. Yeah. Um, one of the biggest things that stops me is that I know that I'll fuck it up. And that I know that I won't be, there's no way that if I become a paraplegic or like dead, like, because if you hang yourself wrong and you have like a head injury, like a brain thing, because you cut off the circulation, blah, 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 and your brain goes dead. And I just know that I'm not going to be like a sunny disposition if I fuck it up and I have to live with the consequences. No. So, um, Killing yourself is like pretty hard to do. Um, yeah. It's not easy. Like whatever route you choose. So yeah, I would say yes. Like it's hard and like that puts me off. I'm like, I'm not going to do it right. Um, I know, not I know personally, but I've heard so many times of people trying to do it and they don't. And like just the aftermath of not going through with it yeah. is like so, such a like inconvenience. Yeah, it's a lot. Um. So yeah, I would say yes. All right, next one. All right. Oh, no, I think I've done that. I often feel like the least attractive person in the room. Um, I I usually feel like the the, the average. Average Joe. I just feel like the average in every situation. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's a good place to be. Yeah. Just an average Joe. Yeah. But you've never felt like that ugliest person. No, I felt like um, the the like the most hateable person, or like the least likable, or the least interesting person. But I've never, I've never really like felt that ugly. I guess. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, I would have to agree. Uh, I've definitely felt the most ugliest in a group situation because I have yeah. a lot of hot friends. Yeah. Um, 
I was gonna say less so now. No, <laughs> um, no, more like I probably had more cult friends when I was younger. But um, yeah, I think um, there's been like a lot of occasions where I'm like, I've always, I've always felt like the ugly friend. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I've got because I've got a lot of good fr- looking friends, and uh, most of them I would say are better looking than me. I would, I've always been like, oh, I'm the ugly one, or yeah. like, I can tell that like, yeah, that but I'm. It's not that bad being the ugly because like. That's always the best character in the movie. Yeah, like, yeah. Jason Alexander in Shallow Howe is like the best, the best guy to be. Yeah, and like I've always lent into it in a way. Like I kind of feel like it's sounds so arrogant, but I kind of feel like if I wasn't the ugliest in the group, or as a the ugliest friend or whatever, like I wouldn't have like there's certain traits that I have that I wouldn't have developed. Yeah. Um. And I also think that, like, sometimes, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I Yeah, so, y- no, if in the group, like, in the classroom at school or, like, in a room, like, at work or, like, no, I'd, I've never felt, like, the ugliest. Yeah. Um, I think I'm pretty lucky in that way. I think I'm, I'm just average, average Joe. Like, yeah. forgettable, yes. Like. Oh, we're really forgettable. Yeah, it's, like, just, like, a standard brunette. Like standard, yeah. like yeah. you're never gonna remember. Yeah. Um. Although maybe because I have some pretty cool outfits. Yeah. So like maybe they remember my outfits. Yeah. I do love an outfit. You do. Yeah. But would they? Maybe they. You. You just look like you're dying right now. <laughs> like you look like you're about to kill yourself. Like what's going on? It's not painless enough. Like what's uh. <laughs> what's going on, mate? <laughs> I'm fine. Like I'm you fine. just look, like you look like you're. <laughs> There's something severe. Ah, I just hate sitting on this bed. All my joints hurt. I just want a chair. Why didn't you go get that blue chair? Ah, it's already over. The podcast is, it? is over. Is yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I just feel quite... Speaking of, um, you know, not having, like, closure, I feel like I have no closure to this podcast. I feel we're ending on a very weird note. It was a weird podcast. Was it? I want to talk about the Schwab. I don't know what Schwab is. Okay. We're going to talk about this podcast controversy that's going on. Um, uh, what are you watching at the moment? Tell me what you're watching. Oh, I watched a documentary the other day called Mummy Dead and Dearest. It's a bad name. Good I won't podcast. defend the name, but it's, it's a mean, show. I mean, good show, sorry. Yeah, it's a, good, it's a documentary. It's 80 minutes. It's, um, it's just, it's very creepy and disturbing. It's a true crime show. Um. And I thought it was great. Should I watch it tonight? Yeah, watch it tonight. What are you watching? I'm not watching anything. Well, well, okay, can I say something sad? What? So, as you know, I've been in TV show Purgatory for quite a few months now watching Ozark. And, yeah, I won't even go into that. But it wasn't amazing. It was, I'd say, maybe a 6 out of 10. Yeah. but we committed to it. And as our as Tristan and my relationship fell apart, we just kept watching this show like once a week. And Tristan and I decided that on his last night, we were going to watch the last episode of Ozark with nachos to commiserate our relationship. Yeah. And um, we watched it and the credits roll up and it was our song. Oh, my God. So the last TV show we watch on the couch on his last night in the apartment was our song. Oh, my God. And, yeah, it was just a real fitting end. 
Well, I think we've had some closure there, folks. Um, <laughs> so, you know what? I I just like to say, try to process what's going on. Don't try to run from it as we have. And um, just live every moment like it's the last and just try and have an attitude of gratitude. Bye-bye. <laughs>